What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. Pardon. My American. Artificial intelligence. Pardon. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Well, well, well. What it is, people. How's it going? It's going, bros. It's going, it's flowing. Yeah. One more I will week. Say, uh, it's looking empty in here. Yeah. We only have one more week left in this studio, fellas. Yeah, I mean, fingers crossed, but yeah, that's the. I mean, you literally. Always fingers say, crossed. You, I know. You're always like, it's like I, I, I am. I am. There is no fingers crossed. It's, it's, it's happening. It's it is dumb, happening. Man. Well, you know. Well, no, the one thing is, is we're, we're actually getting a. We have a hole that we have to patch in the basement. Mm. And so they're going to be here like. Friday or Thursday tomorrow or Friday. Anyways, uh, we have to send pictures and shit for the lender. Mm. And so they said, you know, well, hopefully that doesn't push it back a week. So my, my thing is, is like there is a minuscule of a chance that we might have to wait a push it week. back a week. Yeah. Like it, they have to do, they have to like get it certified, make sure that it like was actually uh, completed. Uh, and then dude. they have to put that into the thing. But was they this, said that this is fine. Was this like the entrance to that? deep underground military base that you had in your basement well he has a i think this a is menagerie it, yeah. of cave-like caverns under his house to go into the hillside yeah stalactites yeah, yeah. and all i mean it's in the roof but <laughs> sure why not <laughs> like in the uh you know it's, i could be like the upside down you know yep. looking into it it's exactly what it's it exactly is, what it is yeah it goes to the shower you know so it's a portal it's if you climb into it you actually fall on your head from the other on the other side yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's dark in there Musky. Anyways, no, yeah, man, we're that's the that's the thing. It's uh, you know, we're basically left with this. Oh shit! Yes, we have the wall, we have the sign, and, and our, our TV. table, and our TV, and t- well, TV, and the flag. We still have the flag up. That needs to yeah be properly folded and put away. Hell yes! And if you guys aren't part of our Patreon, hey, you guys should head over there because this Friday we're doing a a Zoom call, which we don't normally do on the Fridays. Nope. And it's gonna be a party because it'll be the last patreon show in this room yep well last live in this room too yeah right? yeah so, so just kind of a get together right yeah yep. big ron's coming yep uh flatter thou will yeah. be here he's got a surprise <laughs> yes. for you all yeah i think we might I, I think we might do the challenge so we're gonna do a challenge yeah fuck it i think we're gonna do the hot shit i'll challenge. do it okay Alex is about the, it. he's about the uh, sauce and the hot, you know, the hotness. So he's yeah. going to do the new hot chip challenge. The hot nut. And then uh, he bought us some death nuts. <laughs> Damn, dude. Uh, and I might do that and see if Big Ron wants to. You said no way, Jose. I don't think so. Which is fine. But I'm going to try and I don't do well with heat. And I know my ass is going to burn. Yeah. Mine's, but, mine's the acid reflux. Like, yeah. if I want to sleep that night, I should not do it. Do you sleep on your left side or your right side? I sleep on all sides, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just constantly in a roll. Yeah. Up, down, round, and round. I put I it's actually like an alligator, bro. <laughs> yeah, I sleep in a tire, and He's then a... they just roll me down the hill, and then mm. I fall asleep that way. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, anyways, guys, yeah, check that out. Go to Patreon and, and sign up. Um, and not only that, but after we get ourselves settled, whatever may be, yeah. um, 
we're going to have more content for you guys and we're going to have a yes. kind of a plan. We're going to release some ideas of what we're going to do and, and it will favor you. Yeah. So um, like I'm supposed to be like, there's a sideshow thing, the, the sauna yeah. show, right? Yeah. Strange sauna. Kind of thing. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to be interviewing Clay Clark and that's mm-hmm. going to be Patreon only content. Yeah. So just as an example. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, we're going to do, um, I mean, you're going to be doing like the strange stuff, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, we're going to have extra videos, especially when we're traveling, we're going to have videos going up on Patreon, but we will have like a really specific plan for Patreon, which again, there's going to be a lot more content for you. And even the price is going to come down a tad yeah. for those uh, for OG level fans. So Hell yeah. uh, just go check it out. Um, join the party. We hope that, you know, our OGs are on there. We want to hang out with you and have some drinks. Get your drinks ready. Have your beer ready. Have your shots ready. It's a celebration, Maybe everybody. Maybe a gummy or two. Who knows? Hell yeah. On to bigger, bredder, bredder. Well, bigger and bredder. Yeah, it's yeah. brighter and better. I bredder. Shit's wheat in here. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. Hey, the breading <clears throat> is always the best part of everything. Mm, man. Um, we do have some, uh, we do have some fun stuff. Yeah, to, let's uh, get into it. What do we got here? Just some, uh, you know, I was going and I thought we were broadcasting early today. So I was up AM typing shit up, getting yes. ready. Um, and I just found some articles I thought were interesting, like, you know, and there's one that I want to talk about a little bit longer than the rest, but let's do the, uh, let's just go with, down the list, man. Why not? Um, so this is a, a kind of a trend that's happening right now on social media mm-hmm. and we've seen these, you know, the, the Tide Pod oh, shit. shit. Yes. I mean. We all know how dumb this shit is, right? I mean, dangerous, dumb. Yeah, the milk crate challenge. You know yeah, that's I mean? that caused a lot of broken bones. Um, yeah. The Tide Pods caused, caused a lot of uh, you know stomach issues. Wait, for, what was the milk crate challenge? They stacked them up like in and a pyramid, and then you have to like go up them and back down. And and, huh. and most people remember that great meme. Uh, there's a black gentleman who was on the ground. He's like, you want to that was the crate challenge. Oh, yeah. I don't okay. know what it. I think I missed the meme, but it's uh, it's a it's a little sound clip where he's laying on the ground and he's just like, you know, what the... I don't know what he says though, but it's, okay. it's fun. you'll have to see. I could do that. Yeah. Uh, well, you say that, but you say uh, that. A lot the, of... the hardest part about it would be getting that many milk crates, right? Well, the problem is is that they're they're it's like, tall. I know. Where yeah. do you get that many milk crates? Well, they do, but the point is is like when they get up to the top. They just well they do. They fucking. You <laughs> if know, you want to make it happen, they make it happen. There's a lot of accidents that mm. were happening. People breaking their arms and legs and shit. Yeah. It was it was quite quite bad. But not good. This one is the new one, uh, the newer one, mostly from earlier in the beginning of the year, but it's still going on. Uh, the cold medicine, which they call the sleepy chicken trend. The sleepy chicken. They're injecting the chicken with this no, cold they're, medicine. No, they're just putting the chicken in a pan and they're dumping cold medicine and cooking it in the cold medicine. Oh, so. The FDA comes out as this article like says. Like NyQuil? Yeah. Like, just dump that shit in there, cook it with it, huh. and then eat it, and try not to go to sleep. Uh, what would we? What would you call that? Uh, sleepy chicken challenge. Mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's got to be a name for it, like, just the sleepy chicken. Like, yeah, what, just, like uh, the sleepy chicken. That's they what they should have done it with, like, a different bird. Like, a, what if they should have done it with quail. Nyquil? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now actually, we're talking. That's brilliant. See? They should have done that. I know. Yes. Come on. Yeah, but who get... Who, I mean, just go find a quail. Like, just good luck. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, that's part of the challenge. Finding you it? You gotta hunt the quail down, and then you yeah. gotta do yeah. the And then do the Nyquil. Yeah. K- kill uh, it with your teeth. It's like that... Uh, Bite its neck that out. last adventure before you die. Yeah, it's, a, it's really good. What about, like, uh, a turkey... And then you have the cold medicine, cold turkey. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like yeah, let's that do too. This. So the FDA, FDA came out and uh, they spoke out about the dangers of cooking chicken in NyQuil or similar OTC cough and cold medicines. Not only is it just not good, right? 
for you. But they were saying that cooking medicine, actually the fumes can really mess your lungs up. Um, So in this, it says the uh, U.S. Food and Drug Administration has issued a statement about the dangers of combining nighttime cold medicine with chicken (laughs) after a viral, quote, (laughs) sleepy chicken challenge trended earlier uh, this year. So in a consumer update agency released September 15th, the FDA mentioned the unusual trend as an example of over-the-counter drug misuse. And it says, quote, a recent social media video challenge encourages people to cook chicken in NyQuil and, uh, you know, a list of other things. Or another similar OTC cough medicine, uh, presumably to eat. And then in the tweet here, or actually, it's not that tweet. Oh, shit, here. they got it? No, go no, go up there. Oh. I wish they, I, I don't really know. If what it, should, uh, it's, it was that one? Go, no, just go down. I was trying to read a quote that was down. It's not a tweet. This is right here. So boiling a medication can make it much more concentrated yes. yeah, mm-hmm. dude. and yeah. change its properties in other ways. I was going to say, like when you heat shit up. You kind of denature things and you change yeah. things, right? Yeah. And the last quote I'll say is, um, it could cause high levels of the drugs to enter your body oh, in a absolutely. higher dose, and it could also hurt your lungs from the smoke. Dude, it's, you're, you're turning it into something else. Yeah. I mean, you're you know you're doing like a low level meth lab. You know, it's just well, ridiculous. Yeah. Well, picture like a raw egg, and imagine the raw egg is the medicine. You're supposed to eat the raw egg. But then you cook the raw egg and it becomes a scrambled egg. Yeah. And now you eat that scrambled egg. It's like it reacts completely different. 100%, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, they do say, simply put, that someone could take a dangerously high amount of the cough and cold medicine without even realizing it. You're cooking into the oh, chicken. Yeah. You're not even understanding how much you're dosing. Same thing with weed brownies. Exactly. You know what uh, I mean? But I, I would much rather have a weed brownie. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I can't imagine NyQuil chicken tastes good at all. <laughs> Unless you get that berry blend. Maybe a little berry chicken, you know? Yeah, mm. I still like no, still I like Nyquil. Can we call it Nyquil? I, I know that was the that was the the, night. the turkey one though. Like you said, would it would be probably be harder because turkey. turkey already makes you tired. Oh shit! The trip the fan right? Yeah. So then you put Ooh. you put in that stuff with the turkey, and then yeah. it's like a you know that that's kind of like a, a false statement though. The, the whole turkey thing, yeah, because yeah, the level the level of tryptophan that you'd have to eat so you'd have to eat like a shitload of turkey for that to affect you Listen, I mean, i'm a little fat every bro. thanksgiving i eat a shitload of turkey i i actually well, pull off probably half the, the turkey yeah. for me like I, I go this is your all's half yeah. this is my half you do that bird. move that homer simpson does where he cuts a piece of the the birthday cake out and then he takes the remainder of the <laughs> oh, yeah. cake and leaves the piece yeah. that he cut but off. what about those giant ass like turkey legs you get at the fair yeah those are would that be enough like medieval shit yeah oh yeah I mean, honestly, like, oh, I think so there's bad. obviously there's yeah. something to it, but it's the fact that you're eating like a large amount of food. It's usually That's midday. It you're fucking yeah. already tired and you're cooking all day long. And if you haven't had at least three beers by the time that you eat your your final meal, yeah. you're doing something wrong. You fail. Well, I mean, the thing is, is when you just eat turkey sandwiches and shit, nothing. Yeah. But tur- like Thanksgiving Day, you're just like, oh, well, think about how much food you stuff down your mouth. Oh, right? too much. We're, we're, we're oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving Day is my favorite holiday. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I love being around family and shit. Yeah. I mean, the food, I love food. Eh. Well, that and football and yeah. just <laughs> the food. Oh, it's the family. I don't hate my immediate family. No. I could do without the rest of them. I, I mean, we always so. have good gifts. It's just nice. There's a lot of people, you know, Jill, my wife, Jill's brothers and stuff are there and her family's great. My, my mom, it's, it's fun. Yeah. I, it is a good time to spend time with family. There's always good games going on. It's just a long day, you know? Like it you're, is a long you're, day. You know, you're up or your wife's up cooking early. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, bottom line, don't do this shit. Don't yep. be stupid. Um, it's This is not smart at all. 
What if they reverse this and do like the awake chicken and they put meth or cocaine? <laughs> wow. Like just fucking load that chicken with some cocaine yeah. and cook it and then yeah, you, I, you try to snort the chicken? Yeah, because apparently Americans love cocaine. Oh, do they? Did you hear Matt Gates? No. I think it was today or yesterday. They were trying to he was, they were trying to talk about uh, how to get rid of uh, what, what's the, the fentanyl crisis oh, yes. that's going yeah, on. Uh, and he's like, we can get rid of fentanyl right now if we wanted to. It's a lot harder to get rid of, like, say, cocaine, because Americans love to do cocaine. They do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell yeah. I think they do. I mean, honestly, I'm not going to I mean, nobody just it. loves to do fentanyl. Dude, yeah, I heard. I'm so glad that I've never tried cocaine, because I think I would love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing, is, like, you've seen, like, you see people who are on meth or, or any of these things, oh, fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going like, dude, I wish I would have never done this. And they're just a wreck. But how many people well, do you see go, I hate cocaine, bro. It's just no. Real. no, they're like fucking cocaine. Like, that's not a real drug. I think the people that you see that are on fentanyl are dead. Yeah. 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 They're or, or they're close just, to it. They're close. Yeah. To it. The only people you see on fentanyl are the dead ones. Exactly. Isn't it fucking weird that you can smoke that shit? You can smoke fentanyl. Oh, I don't know. I, I think you can. Can't you? Or is it a shit? Uh, dude, like a grain of that. I'm thing not a connoisseur you. of drug taking so i don't know well my point is is like absorbed into your body a small amount on your skin can fuck you up yeah and how can you be addicted to fentanyl i mean what how do you what do you they're saying can it though what a small amount on your skin yeah then how yes then how in the world are they making these fentanyl busts where they have thousand pounds of fentanyl that's exactly what that would kill everyone in the country because it's like 10 years of supply you know then they'd be immediately out of business well, yeah, smoking yeah. right here. Transition, transitioning from injecting opioids to smoking fentanyl. Oh, so my point is, is how can you smoke fentanyl and even survive at all? Yeah, because be it's addict? probably not as deadly as they're saying it is. No, it's no, dude. It's I've, I've, I've watched it, a lot of video, bro. I watched a guy, a police <clears throat> officer. There's a really great video of it, and he is going through the trunk of a person's car, mm-hmm. and he lifts up a bag and like a little plume of like oh, fentanyl shit. comes out, and he. Five seconds, he hits the ground. He's fucking out. Like, yeah. borderline death. Like, it is insane how fast it is. Then why is there a need to make so much? <sighs> I don't know. To kill people. I mean, <laughs> there's that avenue. I don't know if smoking it, like, does something differently. But that shit is... I, I don't... That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't get it. I don't I don't use it, obviously. I'm not a, a, a hard drug user. Yeah. I'm not even a drug user, to be completely fair. We'll have fair. to get a, a fentanyl expert on the show. Yeah. And, well, you know, we can just go down to the, the camp, and I'm sure Yeah, somebody, we'll go down to the camp and yeah. ask somebody. No, listen, oh, bro, yeah. you just got to take, like, one little hit, you know? Like, <laughs> something, <laughs> yeah. something like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just, just one little finger prick is all you need. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm itchy. You just graze your nose on it. <laughs> no. Uh, so the next article I have is the uh, San Francisco bike coalition here okay san francisco bicycle coalition says not to call the police about stolen bikes because it hurts quote black and brown people so what are they implying so well so here's the deal like i went to their twitter page it's the uh if you scroll down just a tad here it's the i don't know oh it's yeah sf bike at sf bike okay and their whole page is just predominantly like what can we do to like have slower lanes for bicycles it's like you know wow have slower they want slower like lanes so the bikes can cruise peacefully in San Francisco. So it's like shit that no one really gives a crap about. Yeah. How about you're on a bicycle so you can ride anywhere you want that's not on a roadway? Yeah. 
Oh, so they're saying, look, that we'll read this. It the says considerations. Black and brown people are often deeply harmed or even killed by interactions with the police. And the San Francisco Bicycle Coalition decided in 2020 to end any formal relationship with the SFPD. So it's like yeah. uh, they think that anytime a black person is around a cop, yeah. they're going to die. Yeah. Oh, so even though even though you're black, it has nothing to do with anything. But if you commit a crime, let's not call the police on them. Because most likely the cop's going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So well, just they, let, no. let them break any law they want. It's not most likely. Because we can't call the police because the police are just going to kill them. The, the police will kill you. Yeah. Okay. That's, it goes on uh, to say because of uh, policing is interwoven into nearly all current solutions to bike that. Some of our recommendations. <laughs> nearly it. all? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, if you get your bike stolen, your kid's bike gets stolen, you call the cops. Well, some people may hire like a private investigator. Yeah. Or vigilante justice. But this last line here says, we encourage everyone to consider the potential impact to human life of involving the police in any situation. Wow. So uh, here's the deal. Like, this is more of like, how dumb can San Francisco be? And this is another example of how dumb they are. Um, and it's and it's just it's complete misinformation i mean this is paranoid right that like any police interaction is a bad interaction that is just factually wrong um there's millions and millions of police interactions all the time i mean every day i mean there's a million probably and no people do not just die every time a police officer especially over a bicycle well they're they're feeding this this fear porn cycle that will just continue because of you know, yeah. Well, and let's promoted. be real. They're gonna they're gonna get pulled over. The only reason they're gonna die is if they do something stupid. Yeah. So that's not talked about. Mm-hmm. They are going to punch the cop, attack the cop, and then the cop's gonna kill. Well, them. and they probably read something like this, being like, "Wait a second, yeah. I'm gonna die if I get pulled over. Yeah. I better fucking run for my life or do something." I'll give you this right? scenario: the cop's gonna show up. He's gonna say, "Bill, goddamn it, I know you stopped this. I need the bike back. You stole the bike." And he's gonna go, "Okay, so officer, I'm sorry." And they'll go, "Here's a freaking ticket, you thief." And they move on with this day. That's how easy it could be. Oh, yeah. Or they put them in handcuffs and they take them to jail for misdemeanor. And then the DA of these big cities, these Democrat cities, are just going to be like, you can go. Yeah. Oh, you're black and brown? Did this, co- did this cop almost kill you? Asshole! What is this? What was that? Stop breaking the law, asshole! Oh, yeah. Oh, liar, liar. Stop breaking the law, asshole. You're right. But see, it's a misdemeanor. Right? It's a misdemeanor. So my thing is, is like no one has to die over a misdemeanor, but the problem is the reaction oh, of yeah. the the criminals. That's the issue. It always is the issue. Always will be the issue. Yep. So, anyways, I just thought like stupid morons. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, uh, yeah, yeah. You have a major crime spike in your city. Crime everywhere. We talked about this with people breaking into cars. They leave. They leave their trunks open. Yeah. They leave their car doors open. So you're not supposed to call the police. You're supposed to literally just say, "Have at it." Take whatever you want. I'm not going to care. Like, that's this is not how society works. It's not how a functioning society works. Yeah. And it's not promoting a healthy environment for everybody. So, shame on you, SF Bicycle Coalition. You guys suck. Yeah. I'm not surprised, though. I mean, Leave San Francisco is the turd in the bucket. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You want to skip this one? Yeah. We'll skip <laughs> All righty. Yeah. I mean, it's it's actually interesting, but it's you know it's kind of beating a dead horse yeah uh so this one it kind of goes off of our one of our last episodes um we were talking about the busing to mm-hmm. martha's vineyard this came out on the 18th saying democrat el paso mayor oscar leaser says he has sent migrants to new york city to go help them oh 
And he actually makes a pretty good point in this little article here. He uh, he says the people are not coming to El Paso. They're coming to America. And that's something that's really important. Mayor Oscar Leeser says this week. So uh, many of the asylum seekers from Venezuela, however, do not have sponsors in the U.S. for And they don't have obvious destinations. But he says a sponsor is someone where a family member or a friend and they get arrangements. Right. And they can kind of help the people transitioning. Uh, he says we have about 50 percent of the people today that do not have sponsors. But he goes on to basically say that, like, they're coming, like, to just say, like, they need to stay in Texas. They need to stay in Arizona. Yeah. Um, they're here in the country. Mm-hmm. It's the country, right? So mm-hmm. it's not, it should not be just El Paso's burden. It should not be just Houston's burden or any of the border towns. It, you know, and so why the grief when Martha's Vineyard gets it or why Democratic City, these and Chicago is one of them where they're complaining, obviously, about the influx. So I heard that the migrants that went to Martha's Vineyard are being shipped to Biden's Delaware home. But then they they change that later to say, oh, oh. no, well, they're not going to go there anymore. Well, but I, I was like, told they're is, going to Camp Cod or whatever it is. That what is days. with this? I mean, it's almost like they're purposefully sending migrants to cities to overwhelm them and cause this spark going on here. So who just mayors? Uh, I don't know. Governors of certain states. They're sending migrants to other places. Mm-hmm. Well, they're I mean? trying to prove a point. Yeah. And I think it's working. It's definitely working. You know what I mean? I mean as far a, as like saying, I mean, I think that's literally the only reason. Yeah, is they're they're proving a point. There's well, no other. I don't think there's any really other motive behind it. Yeah. Um, I don't. I I think uh, it's. So I listened to Dave Smith, and he actually brought up a really good point. He said that nothing really highlights the hypocrisy more than what DeSantis did with those immigrants. Right? I think that's everything. Yeah, because he said. What a missed opportunity for the the liberals or the Obama party. Yeah, right? if, if they would have embraced like everything they they preach, yeah. if they would have just done exactly what they say they would have done in that situation, mm-hmm. they'd have come out smelling so good. Oh, no, yeah. no, so, no. Well, I actually think it's a double edged sword, dude. I, they can't. They cannot do that. Why? Because here's the deal. If they and I and I know what you're saying, and I actually agree with you. I think like if they would have just said, you know what, we're glad you're here. At least we can help you. Like they could play that card. Yeah. The problem is, is if they welcome it, and they don't really want them. Let's be real. They don't. No, want they them. don't. But if they welcome it and they help them out, mm-hmm. then Desantis and this mayor here, Leaser, is going to go. Oh, good. We got they'll, plenty they'll more because uh, we're getting three thousand a day. Well, you can. You're only getting that. twenty to fifty. I know, but you you could just say like, hey, you know, this is fifty people. Obama and another millionaire. Let's let's shove these people into our house for a week or so. <laughs> let's freaking figure this out. But we can't we can't be doing this over and over again. Oh, and they're gonna say, well, that's too bad. We deal with this every day. Mm. My point is, is you yeah, welcome it, I mean, and you're, you're kind of, they're kind of pinning themselves here because yeah. they either welcome them and then they get more, or they kick them out as quick as possible and play it off. Yeah. And they did a little bit. The end, they played it like, hey, we're. Yeah, we're here to help. well, and oh, in the beginning they did too. They brought them in, and like when they all arrived, they brought them in and gave them like uh, cheap food, like pop tarts and shit. Let's clarify this because no, they did not. The local church lady, oh, the local church lady did, who runs a church, came and tried to help get some food and stuff for these people. The the oh. fucking millionaires, no, no, none no, of no. them did. No, and that's the funny thing is there was a picture of that like that same week or the week after, and there's a giant tent, right? Mm. Huge fucking tent. And, mm-hmm. the, and the article said, or like the tweet was saying, 
look at this giant tent that they built for the migrants. Like how nice they, they, they this huge football sized field tent. Look at all the stuff they're doing. And then they said, just joking. This is Obama's party. Oh, yeah. So my point is, is that <laughs> they have the money, they have the resources to do things yeah. and they don't do it. And they come no. off. And we saw that gal who was like, mm, yeah. I love you. Flashy hands. Dude, when she got home, she changed her face. I guarantee it was like, fucking, I hate these people. Fucking God. I, I, uh, I, like, I, listen, I think yeah. these people are two faced beyond belief. Yeah, they are. They, they don't want to. I mean, they, they love to walk the walk or talk the talk, but they hate to walk the walk. Yeah. Um, but I just think that if they would have done that and then w- whatever else comes their way, just deal with like come up with a rule, be like, hey, you know, I just, you know, we did this for one time thing, but we're not allowed to be doing this even more. I don't know. I think some of them actually believe that what they're doing is the, the good thing. The right thing. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like when New York came out and said, uh, sent bus and people back to Florida and they're like, they just, they would just be happier in Florida. They <laughs> obviously that, per, that situation, they're just trying to get rid of people. Yeah. yeah. But I th- mm-hmm. honestly think some people think that way. Like they'd be better off. Oh yeah. Or dude, it's, it's like how many white people do you hear? Like, well, like uh, black and brown people think this, yes. you know, this would offend them. So yeah. we got to do this. How it's the like, fuck do you know? You're not black and brown. You're a white liberal and you have a million dollar mansion. Yeah. So <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah. I, I, I yeah, I, I think that the, uh, it's all, it's all messed up. I think but you're right. Why though. can't we can't, why can't we just be normal? Like, why can't we have normal, like human conversation where you agree or start understanding and change your opinion. Because here's what would have been ideal. Is if these people in Martha's Vineyard would have meant like, you know what? Here's the deal. <clears throat> I think it's shitty that you sent them here because we don't have resources for them. But now that I'm seeing these people come in, I understand what it's like to have an influx of people and not have the means to take care of it. Dude. And this is something that we should actually take care of. Yeah. Like, why can we not? Why so. do we have to be so biased that you can't acknowledge that like that sucked for you? Having 50 people sucked for you and why can't you just say yeah. hey i don't i don't hate the the migrants i want them to be healthy and eat but we don't have the resources and it makes me realize that like hey yeah. we need to do more they, like that's easy conversation to have they interviewed some of the people who live in martha's vineyard yeah. and some of them were uh i guess not liberal because they're like oh yeah uh, kamala harris she's been botching this freaking job yeah. down at the border for you know the whole time mm-hmm. And there was a guy who was actually saying what you just said, you know, like now, like we can't handle 50, but you look at like El Paso that gets what, 3000 in a week. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you think they feel? Yeah. I mean, to end it for me, like I, I, I don't like the, the migration situation that we're in. I think we should have migrants coming in this country. I think it makes what this, this country great. And if that was dumped on our doorstep in this cul-de-sac or in this circle loop that we live in here, yeah. like, I feel like I would be like, all right, hey, man, like, we, we need to take care of this situation. Like, whatever we got to do, we got to make sure that they, they're healthy. Oh, yeah. We got to make sure that we have a situation. Like, to me, it's not, I don't, I'm not going to be fake about it. I'm not, like, of well, course you don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And they're not just, like, homeless people. No. You know what I mean? No, they're pe- they're humans. I get that. And yeah. so I get it. It's just there's people that live in a different reality and these people got a, a little bit of an awakening of what life well, let, is like. Let me, uh, let me rephrase. They are homeless, well, right? Yeah, like yeah. they're temp, you know what I mean? But they're not like the homeless that live in your city that are shitting on the sidewalk. They're not injecting uh, themselves. They're not American homeless. Yeah. So they're, yeah. it's, you know, they, you know, and honestly they're leaving Venezuela. Yeah. Right. 
So that's uh, you know, communist nation. Yeah, but yeah, but Venezuela is also just releasing prisoners on the caveat that they go to America. Yeah, and also that with, was also uh, released. From my understanding, the refugee situation, like you have to go to the next country available, and that yes, is not yeah. America. So. If they're seeking refuge, they would have to go to Mexico. They remain in Mexico, yes. policy? Yeah. No, Venezuela, no, no, no. like with the prisoners, Venezuela said, we'll release you from prison, but you have to go to America. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. And I thought that was funny because Biden, they asked him, uh, what's the deal with uh, the, the immigration crisis is going on? And he's like, it's a different circumstance. Oh. It, yeah. I, the previous administration was dealing with this, this, and this. I'm dealing with. Venezuela and Cuba and all this, all, something else. He named something else. Yeah. And it, I just thought it was funny that he named Venezuela. And then it came out that Venezuela is sending prisoners directly to America. Yeah. And you got to wonder, well, As migrants. Why, why were they in prison? Actually, this is a really good uh, leeway into a topic that I had for our second hour. But can you open up the hour two thing and go to the third tab there? Yeah. So this is about releasing prisoners in America as yeah. well. So you have Wisconsin, you have convicted murderers, child, you know, uh, the R word, given early parole by Democrat Governor Evers. And if you scroll down, it'll show, I think it gives you like, yes, right here. So uh, 171 people that are being released had first degree intentional homicide counts, right? You had 62 people, first degree reckless homicide. You had 18 felony murders. 18 second-degree intentional homicides, and go on and go forth. So you have this first degree of, uh, you know, assault on a child, but of the uh, mm, sexual kind, yeah, right? 26 of those, and then you just have a bunch of... It goes further and further and further. This is a prime example of what Illinois will become mm. with their, uh, what is that? They're calling it the purge law, because <laughs> yeah. it's going to become the purge in the streets. Cash, cashless uh, bonds. Is, isn't it weird that all this shit, they're releasing prisoners again yeah. right before another election? Mm-hmm. We saw this in 2020. I like how it says down here, and how brutal are these killers? Carl uh, Boletsky, 39 of, I'm not even going to try to say that place. Akinawawak. Akinawawak. Okay. I don't even know. Shot and decapitated his man, his uh, wife. His and then tried to wife. burn her head in the fire. In the fire. Yeah. And a burning stove in nineteen. So this guy's getting loose. Yeah. <laughs> welcome uh, welcome back to the streets there, Carl. I mean, again. Damn it, Carl. When you, when, you, when you look at this information and the, what they're doing, and then you look at the stupid shit we were talking about earlier, where the, don't don't call the police about bike thieves, don't call the police about this. It just, mm-hmm. it, it, the whole thing leads to a really problematic society. It's chaos on the streets, It's baby. chaos. That's what they want. So you've, they didn't end police like they think they wanted to, but yes, they crippled them right. to a point where... And not only are they shorthanded as is, but you're releasing these people who are going to go right back. I mean, the vast majority of these people are not, they're not better right now. Yeah. No. And And in my opinion, if you're an assaulter and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You're not, to me. Of a child. Well, yeah. Of anybody. There was actually multiple just assault, sexual assault. Yeah. Yeah. You don't just, that doesn't change, in my opinion. You don't just go like, man, I really screwed up. Like, no, that, I, that's something that you are a predator. And what if mind. it was personal? What if it was like an ex-wife that you mm-hmm. assaulted, and then now you're letting this guy out, and he's going to go back and reoffend and possibly do worse? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, prison doesn't necessarily fix people. Let's just put it that way. No, it doesn't. I don't think prison right? was supposed to fix people. 
it was just to keep them there for a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a rehab institution. Well, a lot of countries yeah. are doing that and, and with some positive and some negative. <clears throat> I mean, like even Canada and shit or uh, was it Sweden? Yeah. Norway. I mean, there was that video I was telling you about that metal video where the guy killed people and shit and they showed him in prison. He's got a fucking computer in his room. He's got like posters up and he's got like a couch. I mean, it's like a it's like a fucking, you know, a cinder block apartment. Yeah. yeah. And he gets to just go out and do shit. And feel like it's, it's just it's like, hey, we're going to treat you great. I don't really know if that helps. But at the same time, I don't think what's happening right now works either. <clears throat> no. Yeah. But what do you do with them? I mean, it's like the homeless and everything yeah. else. Like, what do you do with these people who are not fitting into society properly? It's let, true. Let them make their own society. Give them a job. Uh, like Australia. <laughs> yeah, like it used to be. It's like a prison prison continent. You know what I mean? Like, this is your area, and you guys can just do whatever you want. Steal each other's yeah, bikes. Yeah, they want to live like animals. Go let them live like animals. Yeah. God, can you imagine putting cameras in that joint and watching that shit like the Truman Show? It'd they be could. awesome. Yeah. It'd be the best. It'd be the most viewed TV this season show on the planet. of Prison Island. It'd be the most Hank viewed TV the show homeless gets Hank diddled the by homeless. Billy the diddler. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, imagine a plus women. <laughs> women would not last long on the island, right? They well, you'd get, have to have a separate like. Uh, yeah, I think you'd have to. I don't think you could commingle in that situation. No, I mean, if someone gets pregnant, <laughs> not looking good. Uh, but <laughs> not my problem. You wanna you wanna talk about an ad real fast? Yeah, let's do it, baby. You wanna do that? Yes. Get that out of the way. Ooh, God, the oh, music just This reminds me of quitting smoking, which sucks and gets me angry. <laughs> yeah, it's it sucks. The cold turkey methods isn't gonna cut it, you guys. Just look into specific tools like fume. Yeah, they fume. It, dude, they're nice. Look at the look at the pictures Chris is gonna have up here. Oh, they're beautiful wood. Uh, it's designed for a better, safer, natural way to quit cigarettes. It's a no smoke, no vape, no nicotine replacement. That hand to mouth habit of smoking, and it sucks. Mm. Fume handcrafts wooden inhalers that are infused with plant oils, studied to curb your cravings. They have flavors like peppermint and conquer with minty notes that simulate menthol cigarettes, and they have other other flavors like cozy chai and lemonberry bliss for a sweeter experience. Yeah, and some of these comments, dude. Best advice to quit. I love everything about it. Fume freedom. I like that. Fume freedom. Fume freedom. Uh, all these flavors that you just talked about are 100% natural. No harmful chemicals. No artificial flavors. And absolutely no nicotine. We know quitting is tough. You know it's tough. Fume can really help. And as I just said with some of these top comments that they have on the yeah. website, thousands of five-star reviews from people who have done it all, and this seems to work for them. Yeah, it's working for people. They're blown away with how much it's helping. So whether you're a smoker or an ex-smoker who struggles with the cravings, Fume is the perfect tool for you. Head to breathefume.com slash pardon and use the promo code pardon to save 10% off of your entire order. Yes, B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M dot com backslash pardon. Use the promo code pardon. Get 10% off your entire order. And uh, trust me, it's worth it. It is. Get the help you need, everybody change your life all right dude so i want to i want to dive into uh this new movie if you don't mind let's do it the woman king the woman king it is out it did a uh whopping i don't even know what it was 19 million dollars in box office sales number one this is pretty pretty weak so what is this is this supposed to be oxymoronical woman king or you know is this so no so this uh so we went to the movies me and my wife and this uh was one of the preview trailers right we we watched it and i remember thinking it has the gal recognizable 
Um, and, I, and I'll talk about her in just a second here. But uh, Viola Davis or whatever. Okay. Um, she, you would know her from different movies. But anyways, we were watching the trailer and I was like, yeah, this looks pretty good. It's like, seems like it was, you know, kind of like a well-written movie. You know, some action. It's kind of got that look that feels like a box office. Is it a fiction? Yeah. Well, so that is that is the thing. Oh, So here's the deal. This is based off of true events. Okay. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is cool. So the premise of the movie, and I have not seen it, so just let's keep that right up front. I have not seen this yet. Um, the idea behind the movie is, first and foremost, women power. Okay. Oh, yeah. So It's right in the title. In the 1800s, it's the Dahomey tribe. Oh. Um, and if you go to my article that I have up there, it's uh yeah the, yeah, the purple well, actually the one next to it right there so um it's about a tribe of women warriors mm-hmm. and in the trailer they they kind of show them as like they're these fucking tough women and they're fighting off the europeans right because the europeans have coming in mm-hmm. and they're trying to take over you know the whole white thing like that we used to do i guess is go just take everything mm. so they're fighting them off and it's about like women pow- empowered women right they're obviously this is an African, if I'm not mistaken, tribe. So it's obviously black women, powerful women. It's like this whole thing. And yeah, I think the the whole thing with the the powerful women was in order to fight them off, they needed more hands on deck type of thing. So they ended up opening up the their quote unquote military for the tribe to the yeah. women also. Uh, I don't. I don't. Yeah. So from, I have a, from what I've seen in the trailer. They needed more help, so they allowed women to join, and then they trained them all. And yeah, like, I don't see. I don't. So th- that's where the accuracy. I'm not sure because if you look it up, apparently they they had a, a women's tribe most of the time. Like mm. there was this specific. It was kind of like the Navy SEALs. Oh yeah, but it was just the women, right? Mm. We got the Marines. Now the accuracy. We, we're going to get into that. Mm. Um. So this movie, just real quick, started off the box office, 19 million dollar opening. Which they were kind of referencing at Avengers Endgame did 300 million openings. So, you know, it was number one, but it's not like there was a bunch of other movies that were killing it. What is interesting about this, so if you go to the main title of this particular article from Yahoo Entertainment, Viola Davis responds to the, quote, boycott women king controversy. And she basically says that if you do not support this show, um, then you don't support women having lead roles. And who's calling for the boycott? A lot of people. Just hmm. why? So it says right here. Oh, I'll tell you in a second. So Davis doesn't seem too concerned with the criticism earlier this year. She responded to calls for a boycott saying, quote, don't come see it. Then you're sending a message that black women can't lead a box office globally and that you are supporting that narrative. Not let's talk about the criticism. So the criticism of the show is this or the movie is this. Um, they they made this film and changed history. Mm. What the um the homie and I'm gonna make sure if you go to uh wait is it like this is the first time that they've done that? No, it's not. We know that that's not the case. Yeah. But it's a it's a box office hit show, and we know that things are altered. It's just this is extremely egregious, and I'll and oh. and I'll get into that. Okay. So I if you go to that second page that I have um. So it's the Dahomey. I just want to make sure I'm saying that right. D-A-H-O-M-E-Y. That's the tribe. Man, you Dahomey. Dahomey. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Okay. I, I, guess, I, I, I guess like where your head's at here. where we're going. <laughs> so here's the deal. Like, what they're not saying in history is that the Dahomey tribe, um, yes, they did have a woman army. And there are some pictures of that. I think even in this, there's some photos of some of the, if you go up to the very top, 
Oh, maybe not. So either way, there there was a women's tribe. They were fighters. They were not very good. Um, they got beat almost handedly all the time. So that's an ex- exaggeration a little bit about how tough they actually were. Yeah. That's not the point. The point is the homies were one of the top slave traders. Ah. So that is the part of history that people are upset with because they really seemingly don't bring this particular topic up. Also, why would you glorify a tribe just because they're women and happen to be fighters, even though they were responsible for a massive amount of black slavery? So, um, and Chris, I, that's the picture I actually saw right there. It was colorized, but um, they are, you know. There's some pictures we can't show, but. Well, yeah, there's some some stuff on here. They don't wear bras in this uh, this tribe. No. Da, so the homies are the hanging. Here's you know a, here's I mean? the deal. Like, uh, and, and, and I, I encourage you all to go like, look tribe. up this tribe, the Dahomey tribe. It is yeah. actually quite an interesting story, but they were responsible for, I believe like 40% or 20 to 40% of all the slave trade coming from the area. And they were kidnapping, wow. kidnapping other tribes. They would just drink and like, cause they were, you know, they would drink their stuff and they would get drunk. If you will, what they consider drunk. And they would go to other tribes and other areas and they, they would lure men in. And- no, they would just go and they would go kidnap people and children, kids, and they would sell them to Europeans and stuff. So here's what's interesting about it. They, um, they basically at a certain point in the 1850s or so, once slavery was kind of dying, if you will, like people like your uh, Europe and England was saying like, cause they were owned by Britain, if I'm not mistaken, like their area was kind of uh, English okay. ran. Yeah. England or, and I, and I just want to, I don't want to say anything completely wrong, but just forgive me. But they came in and said, no more. Like we're not doing this anymore. They mm-hmm. refused. They said, no way we're not stopping the slave trade. We make too much money. So they is who they, the Dahomey the tribe. Tribe. The, okay. The Dahomey, they were fighting it tooth and nail. Uh, okay. Britain eventually came along and caused a so a suppression of the slave trade right here. Two major changes occurred in the 1840s and 50s. The British government um, went to the Dahomey tribe and told them they need to abolish the slave trade in the early 19th century. Uh, coincide with the period of the British colonial expansion. Um, and then they put a blockade up, a ship blockade oh, to boy. prevent them from going forth. Um, my understanding is, is that they actually went to war with France afterwards, they uh, which they lost very quickly. Britain did? Or no, the Dahomey the, tribe. The Dahomey tribe. Yeah. Okay. They wanted to continue the slave trade, even with the blockades. France came in and ca- like had a war with them. It lasted for no time. They were just a couple decimated hours. days, I think it was. Mm. Um, but that was over the slave trade as well. So ultimately, what the problem that people are having with this movie is, is like, if you would have made this realistic to in a sense of saying like, hey, this is what this tribe did. People don't want to recognize that African-American or well, Africans. Yeah. African-Americans don't want to recognize that their culture in Africa actually sold their own people. Oh, dude. It's you, not just yeah. a white man's thing. Yeah. This no, was so actually, it was a worldwide thing. They did it everywhere. Yeah. Um, can I don't want to change the subject, but this goes hand in hand with the topic. Mm-hmm. Can you go to Twitter real quick and go to the bookmarks? Did you oh. see Don Lemon? He brought up oh, yes. reparations, mm-hmm. and he was talking he to, I don't know who he was talking to, but he brought up uh, something with his guest about demanding reparations, but she just kind of was like, well, it's funny you mentioned that because Britain was the first country to 
abolish slavery and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And what about the people who died trying to abolish slavery? Should we maybe have reparations for their families too? Yeah. So check this out. This did a 180 on. Well, this has to do with Charles, King Charles, right? Because there's a vast amount of wealth he just received. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, this is coming when, you know, there's all of this wealth and you hear about it comes as England is facing rising costs of living, a living crisis, austerity budget cuts and so on. And then you have those who are asking uh, for reparations for colonialism. And they're wondering, you know, $100 billion, $24 billion here and there, $500 million there. Some people want to be paid back and, uh, and members of the public are wondering, why are we suffering when you are, you know, you have all of this vast wealth? Those are legitimate concerns. Well, I think you're right about reparations in terms of if people want it, though, what they need to do is you always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? There we go. That was in Africa. And when across the entire world, <laughs> when the slavery was taking place, which was the first nation in the world that abolished sla uh, slavery? The first nation in the world to abolish it. It was started by William Wilberforce, was the British. In, in Great Britain, they abolished slavery. 2,000 naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages waiting in the beaches. No one what? was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say, who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages? Absolutely. That's where they should start. And maybe, I don't know, the descendants of those families where they died at the, in the high seas trying to stop the slavery, that those families should receive something too, I think, at the same time. Watch Don Lemon. Watch him. It's an interesting discussion, Hillary. Thank you very yeah, much. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I just no, got... you, I mean, you're making a great point. I mean, I like that she actually acknowledged yeah, the where, roots of where it came from. He got God smacked. Yeah, well, he did. <laughs> She's acknowledging it. Yeah. She's saying like, and, and it's the truth. We can't, like, as a society, bad things happen to lots of different groups of people. And we can all admit that, obviously, the slave situation is horrendous it oh, was a horrendous yeah. situation of people misusing other human beings i mean there, there's no other way to say it mm. what happened with the jewish people horrendous i mean there it happens and if you go back and actually look at history it's not just blacks and jewish people it is all different kinds of every people. single race and culture has had to deal with this at one time or another it was part of how society worked at the time and <clears throat> yeah. we can hate it and we can say that it was terrible but like you know just like when you see uh, you know, people from Mexico saying, you know, uh, Arizona or Texas is our land or New Mexico is our land that was stolen. Well, Mexico, you stole the land from these people and they stole the land from these tribes and those tribes stole the land from, for sure. The way that the world worked for a long time was dominance. Yeah. And I heard that the policies that they had, like, I, I could be mistaken here, but it's like, if you have such and such for a certain percentage of labor that was done by a slave, then you get this kind of discount. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like when it comes mm -hmm. to taxes or when it comes to. So it would be incentivized for businesses to own slaves because they would, you know, it'd cost them less money at the yeah. end. You know what I mean? Well, they were making money and the Dahomey Absolutely, tribe was yeah. making money. They were they were at oh, least yeah. I mean, probably different and like making money is kind of you know, 1840s, they were getting goods. They were getting supplies that they needed by selling off their own people. And that's, that is ultimately what the, the problem it still with the happens is. now. It's still one of the yes. biggest money makers there is on the planet, except yeah. it's not called slave trading anymore. Now it's human trafficking, human trafficking. Well, and it's, I mean, it's the Chinese using labor. I mean, it, it's, 
you know, kidnapping people, putting them into labor camps and shit where they're producing Nike shoes for you at five cents a pop. Yeah. That's it's all that's all part of this whole thing. Yep. And so everybody is affected by this at some point or another. And the issue with the movie ultimately and why Viola Davis is so wrong on this is that she's not trying to understand. She's looking at it from her take. Mm-hmm. Like it has. And it's the same with the mermaid shit. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you being a good actress or a bad one. It has um, nothing to do with your skin color. It's the fact that you are part of a movie that is not recognizing the true history of this movie. And now they came out and they made this movie saying, hey, this tribe was vile. They fucking, they literally kidnapped people, sold them to Europeans. Yeah. And they were also these badass warriors, which they actually were not. Okay. Uh, do you think she was like paid to kind of say that? Like, no. Oh, they're just dissing this because they don't want to see a black woman as the lead role in a movie. No, I think that's cultural. I think she's actually just feeding into the, the cultural norm as of right now. She Again, she's yeah. thinking of herself. She, in her head's like, you're not going to support this movie, then you're not supporting a white female. That's all she cares about. But what people are saying is, is why can't you just recognize the truth? You're making, you're changing history, and all these people are going to watch this movie who have no idea what it's about, and be like, wow, these people are amazing. These women are so awesome, and they're powerful, not knowing what they really did. It's like, it's like glorifying the Nazis, bro. Dude. If you made a movie uh, that was saying the Nazis were these badass European fighters. And and, And then being pissed about people not supporting your movie. Well, how about just glorying the Democratic Party? No, or glorifying yeah. the Democratic Party. Yeah, so you know what I mean. Like they started the Ku Klux Klan. They, yeah. uh, uh, but not only that, but remember when all of the uh, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, mm-hmm. who's the Penguin? Uh, he got stuck oh, down. Nad- Nadler. Nadler. They bent Nadler. down to one knee yeah. because of George Floyd. They did eight minutes and forty six yep. seconds. They couldn't get back up. But the garbs that they wore <laughs> around their necks belonged to tribes that were uh, probably the Dahomey. Slave traders. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was? It might have been. It might have been. We should look that up. It was it the Dahomey. I do have a video of a guy who breaks down like basically everything I said in a little bit clear form. Okay. If you don't mind, it's probably like a minute long. Um, if you go to, uh, actually, that guy with the orange right there. Yeah, three point seven mil on this one. Let's talk about. Oh, it's really long. Hey, uh, do the chick. I, I, his is great, but the, hers is a little bit faster. She's got 1.4 mil on this one. Oh, is the Kente. Viola Davis says that audiences who don't see The Woman King are supporting the narrative that black women cannot lead the box office globally. Apparently, the Dahomey tribe in this movie is going to overcome a bunch of white colonizers who are coming to enslave them. But this movie is in utter rewriting of history as far as the Dahomey tribe. What they left out in the movie is that they, in fact, were a slave tribe, actively engaging in enslaving their own people and people from other regions in West Africa. The movie plot is white people have only ever enslaved black people. It's never been black people enslaving black people. It has always been the evil white European colonizer. Look, well, Viola Davis, if these are the movies that you come out with, then you can't. Make something better. Make something that's not a complete so, utter mean, fabrication. The, the guy that actually, word. I don't want to spend three, I thought it was shorter. She's clarifying what I was saying and yeah. kind of going off the same principle. She actually has some article clippings of people saying that this movie is softening the history of the, this tribe, but it doesn't do us justice. It, like to like, I know a movies for entertainment and I understand that, but when you're talking about something that is, and you put on there based on true events. Yeah. yeah. And then you warp it completely. And it, it's yeah. not, it just war- you, it's not the same. The, the true events was they got into a war. That was the true events. It, they fought. Doesn't matter what it was about. Doesn't matter any of the details. 
based on true events, the the fighting happened. Well, the biggest thing. Let's let's take away the slavery for a second. The biggest thing is you lied about the most important thing you're making this movie about. Yeah, you claim that these are just these powerful, and you can see them in the movie where they're like jumping over soldiers, like three hundred style shit. Yeah, reality was is and like the other gentleman who put out this three minutes of greatness. I mean, he really dives in. They got beat consistently over and over and over and over and over, like all the time. And he's like, it's, it was never about that they had these chintzy weapons. No, they still had, at, at a later point, they still had like machine guns. They had actual guns. They don't had, you dare say it's because they're women, Dave. Well, no, I, I don't know that. That's, I'm just okay. saying they weren't outclassed Whew. with weapons. They yeah. fought the French with real weapons. It wasn't like they were just had they sticks were just and stones and they got soldiers. They just were not that good. Yeah. And so you're not, you're, you're making a story out of nothing. So just, how about you just not claim that it, make up a new tribe and just make a cool movie about this tough tribe that never existed. Yeah. And make them cool. And then people yeah. be like, oh, this is a great movie. I like this. And then you don't have to worry about this. <laughs> well, it's kind of like <laughs> if they put based off true events at every begin or at, at the beginning of every episode of Hands Made Tale. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? This is based yeah. off of true events, okay? These people did have accents. Women were forced to <laughs> produce the semen or the spawn of <laughs> I mean this uh this uh, gross German yeah. Anyway. Stranger things. Based off real events. Yeah, there we go. Right. And people are like, yeah. Could be, though. Yeah, the, 80, the 1980s yeah, actually right. happened. So when the Democrats <laughs> were kneeling in that scarf that they put around their neck, it was called a kente scarf. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was worn by the Ashanti. The Ashanti. And it was, it's made of silk, so the affluent wore it. The Ashanti were so known for, or they were also known for uh, being slave owners and traders. And the Ashanti's longtime ally, the Akwamu, were among the first ones to profit from the slave trade with the Europeans. Their captives were almost always prisoners of war, but they were not above selling Akwamu men who offended the chief. Okay. Well, when are, when are people going to actually realize that at one point or another, everyone slave traded everyone? It seems like there that, was right? no there was no I'm slave trading you specifically because you're black. I'm slave trading you specifically because you're African or a Chinese or whatever. Literally, they whoever they could capture Easiest and argument. make money off of, they yeah. did. Well, and when you say they, when they capture, it's your own people capturing you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'd be like you're walking down the street and like your neighbors being like, there he is, get him. Well, we've seen movies growing up. Where, like, they played it off. And I'm not saying it didn't happen this way. It absolutely probably did in some aspects. But they should, remember these videos where there's, like, white Europeans coming in. They would just raid a whole oh, yeah. village oh, yeah. and chain them all up. And they put them on a boat and ship them off. And no one knew. Wasn't Roots like that? Uh, Roots. It might have been Roots. And I think, what was that one? There was the other slave ship. I can't remember what it was called right now. It was a good movie. Ooh, yes. You know what I'm talking about? Where they were on the boat. Yes. And, and there was, like, an uprising or something. But just the way that they pictured it. Now, I'm not saying that that didn't happen. I believe 100% percent that that did what they're not saying though is that it's much much more complicated than amistad that. amistad it's way more complicated than that like and, and to chris's point people are going to take advantage of other people the democrats that's take advantage is. of immigrants all the time technically Absolutely. that's slavery you're you're bringing them over here they don't really have much but you're getting their vote you're making money off of them well have we ever seen this much exploitation of history no you know what I mean? Well, like rewriting well not history. that we realized at least. Not yeah, that recognizing not it. That, is, yes. Yeah, I mean, we might. How long has this been happening? Our whole lives, probably. 
Well, the thing is, is when you call it out and, and then you get people or actors, actresses, you know, kind of saying, fuck you, you should be supporting me. Like, it's not about you, bitch. It's about the fact that you're making these shitty movies. That's all mm-hmm. it's about. Because that's what people are finally opening their eyes and saying, because they could have just went, hey, it's a new movie. Do you remember going to uh, like Saving Private Ryan and going like, I wonder how actually real this is. Yeah. And right. you'd look it up. You're like, okay. And I do that with almost every single movie I watch that says based on true events. Mm-hmm. I, after the movie, and I would get online. Actually what it was. Like. And I'll go, okay, so that was accurate. This part obviously was cinematic and this part was not. Dude, that, would that be, was very accurate. That would be a good sideshow. Yeah. Let's review based on true events, the movie versus real life. Hmm. There yeah. we go. Uh, but <laughs> somebody had commented uh, in a tweet saying, "You like, of course these are made up. Like, no, we would nobody would go see them if they were accurate. Then don't put it at the bottom based on true events. But it just says enough when it says no one would go see this if it's accurate because then they're saying it's too close to a documentary. But you can make a movie very accurate and still have that love line or that kind of like side story. Pearl Harbor. Yeah, you could dramatize you know, things, but the story itself could be historically accurate. Yes, and we're all aware of that. Like, I don't watch those movies to become historically knowledgeable. Dude, that's how all movies are made. Yeah. I mean, never are they 100% accurate. No. You know what I mean? But again, you're not watching them to learn something. Yeah. But you want to watch and go, okay, I know that this is what's happening and, and this is all tying in. Yeah. But you're watching it because there's like a love story to it or and there's honest, a fucking comedy to it or something to that effect. Honestly, all of that dialogue that is in the movie probably isn't attainable and they're just making it up. They're like, oh, this would be the you know, the fluff and stuff. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. But it would be awesome during the movie where you go, this is not real. Like, yeah, but this is not real flag. <laughs> there's like a, a little person that pops up in the corner that holds up a sign. This didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, why, at the beginning, <laughs> you're making this blanket statement that this is all based off of true events. All of it. Yeah. But in the middle, you know, when you don't get to those true events, and it's kind of... And they, they should do that, the, like, on DVDs and shit, you know? Like, you yeah. should have, like, a, you know where they have commentary that you can watch with commentary? Like, go yes. through and just say, hey, this part actually is very, very real. This is actually... Yeah. We try to make this as accurate as possible. Not just that, but the bubbles. Remember, uh, what was it? VH1? Oh, yeah. VH1. Oh, yeah. Remember VH1, everybody? Yeah. They have like the text message bubbles. That yes, up. they would pop up during the uh, music video yeah. and it would tell you something about the film or the, or the video. a specific yeah. point in it where like had a little There's one that's backstory. like right before Patrick Swayze kissed this girl, he actually threw up twice. <laughs> <laughs> he threw up in her mouth during the kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. He was sexually, they had to remove him because he was too aroused at the yeah, time. Yeah, it was like live <laughs> bonus <laughs> features. You know? Yeah. yeah. Good yes. point. I like that. That would be kind of fun. It'd be awesome. So uh, not a to, DVD you know, feature though, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. Well, I'm just saying you could watch it with the factual stuff in it or they could show clippings or they could show like, you know, real events that actually happened. Yeah. But we've seen a ton of movies that have done a great job of keeping it fairly. Accurate. That movie with Churchill was dark at darkest hour or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously there's some stuff that's not real. We know that. But as a whole, like that you get the idea and you feel what was going on at the time. And yeah. that is important for you to like want to learn more about it. Yeah. And find out what's real and what's not real and what he actually did. So, fuck this movie. Uh, let's start with that. Uh, I have no. I wanted to see it and I really have no desire to see it at this yeah. point. Well, it's almost. It's kind of like they're going the route of Inglorious Bastards was a true story. Yeah, you know what I mean. There was this group of badass soldiers that were just taking off Nazis one by one, yeah. collecting their scalps. You know what I mean? They killed eh. Hitler in a movie theater. I'll probably still go. I'll probably still see it. Yeah, I'm just not going to watch it like I'm watching something that's historically accurate. Yeah. Because you, you shouldn't be doing that with any movie that comes exactly. out. Exactly. If you do that, you're dumb. 
Like, mm. if you go like, oh, this is based off of true events. Okay, this is must be 100% true. No, that's... Uh, see, I disagree with you on that, but kids, that's fine. Kids, come here. You're going to learn something. If I see a war movie that comes up and it says based off true events, I'm like, cool. I'm excited about this because I do like that shit. And I'm not saying I'm going into it going like, I'm excited to learn about this. I just... <laughs> exactly. The idea Chris behind is it is awesome. Like, I, 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 you know... I don't do that at all. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't... Uh, most of the time when I watch movies, I don't find out that they put the based on true events till the end. I don't really... And I'd actually, like, watch the movie. like, man, that was fucking good. And I look it up. Oh, yeah. they based it off true events? Well, like true events, I mostly just watch a movie because the trailer looks awesome, and I'm yeah. I'm probably going to be entertained. I mean, listen to this. Uh, Brian Stelter had a show on CNN called Reliable Sources. Mm-hmm. Okay, so true events to someone could be a completely defin- definition change, like what true events actually are. You know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things where okay, what is true? Guns were in the movie. Yeah, those guns existed back in the day. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Like, well, where, where do you draw the line of where does true begin? Yeah, no, I, 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 get, I get when you're trying to break it down that much. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I, I just, at the same time, like, when you're allowing this stuff to happen, in my personal opinion, I get your point. I'm going to watch it, you know, and it's going to be entertaining, and that's fine. But the problem is, is that this happens. It doesn't get any recognition that is actually, when you put that on true events, a kid's going to watch that, or somebody's going to watch that, and they're going to be like, regardless of what we think, they're going to yeah. say, like, I understand this situation more. Oh. And they're not understanding so? this situation more. I well, guess I do think so because I think when you when you're a kid and you're watching these movies, like Saving Private Ryan came out at a pretty, you know, we were fairly young. I mean, we were it was older, but you watch and you're like, "Okay, like you're getting an idea of what war was like." Mm. Obviously, the story behind it is not that accurate partially, supposedly, but you're still watching it as a reference of like, yeah. "Okay, I'm kind of getting this," and then you start getting interested. Well, and you know what? Kids pick up on subtleties in the movies that we never will. You know what I mean? Yeah. I at least like you don't think about that as like the first thing. Right. I remember um, I was just thinking about this. One of our teachers in high school. Right. She was completely against Disney. Right. Mm -hmm. And during the time, everybody's like, why are you against Disney? Disney's freaking awesome. But she would show you might have remember this, Dave, but she would show these kids who watched Sleeping Beauty and they would ask be like, so what do you think? was the moral of the story of Sleeping Beauty. You know, this is where the beasts, you know, Belle goes to the castle, uh, has, you know, she stays there with the beast to try to, I don't know, free her dad? I don't know. I can't remember, but regardless. That's the, Beauty and the Beast. A Beauty and the Beast. Okay, you're like mixing them up. What Sleep, did I say? Sleeping Beauty. Oh, shit, yeah. So, uh, Beauty and the <laughs> Beast. Yes. Wow. It's okay. Beauty and the Beast. So, Beauty and the Beast, the kids were like, well, uh, I learned that no matter how mean or violent the guy can get, you can always just make him nice if you just talk to him and treat him nice and he'll calm down. Stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, that's what you took away from this movie? Yeah. We got a problem. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's, like, that's you're, you're talking about a mind who hasn't like experienced much life and they're, they're trying to, at the simplest they're, form. Yeah, they're and they're still it, downloading things to become a human being. But that, but that kind of goes to my point a little bit that like, you know, if my daughter was watching a movie with me and it says based on true events and we've watched movies that say that and she understands that in her head she, at her age she's not understanding that this is hollywood ties it's exactly based on true events that the majority yeah. of this is real well and all i'm saying is it's yeah. like we can't i get what you're saying about just watching it and enjoying it for the fun that's fine and maybe i will at some point watch it for that point 
The problem is, is that we're allowing this to happen where these Hollywood companies make these movies and keep out all the information that should be known mm. and glorifying them. Yeah. And the, and then people are watching going, you know what? This tribe's awesome, bro. I love this fucking tribe. And then they're going to like Black Panther, right? Where they're going to tattoos and shit mm. like fucking yeah. Black Panther. Well, that's where you as the father you are, Dave. You pause it during the movie and go, actually, uh, this is not real. Or you just don't watch it. You say, rowboat, this this scene right here. Yeah, I don't want her watching that. Absolutely. Probably violent. I'm sure it's a little violent. But, you know, maybe people should just make a petition where Hollywood is no longer allowed to put uh, based on true events. Ooh. Yeah. Don't do it. Unless you're making a documentary, for sure. Don't fucking do it. And I'm curious what they actually do in the movie, too. Because the, the director came out at some point a while back saying that they. He understood that this was an issue and they may even bring it up in the movie in a very like minute form mm-hmm. of like, hey, this is what they did. But then they gloss over it and it's like, wow, you know, but what? the point is, is like, would you accept this? And listen, I know. And this is where I'll end it. Would you accept this movie if this was, you know, Nazi Germany and they were talking about this elite Nazi fighting force that was just the most powerful fighting force and they were fighting for the good like. Would would society accept that if we didn't know about it? I'm sure they would. I mean, that's why they're accepting it now because they didn't hear about this African tribe. I mean, it's such like a unknown tribe that they're like, I guess this is. But I'm saying if the majority of people understood and knew that they were not showing this stuff, people wouldn't really accept this movie the same. Yeah, they'd be like, this is fake news. This movie is fake news. So to my point, ultimately, don't put. Based on true events. But do you ever... Exactly. This is... Yes. And going back to what Chris was saying, like, maybe we should stop doing this. Why did they start putting based on true events in the beginning? Because it piques people's interest. It does. That's the only reason. Is that why? Because people like history. I like history. And if and like I said, and I I know you guys don't, aren't aren't into it the same way, but if you say, like, this movie is based off true events, like, it immediately is like, cool, man. Like, I look at that as, like, these are usually blockbuster-style movies that have some, like, relevance, and it makes you feel like Man, I can't believe this shit really happened. That's the stuff that makes it exciting. Like, yeah. so you to go a into it thinking, "Dude, I'm going to learn something." And no, watch no, no. This movie. I just not I, necessarily no, learn you're, something. You're you're going into it ba- based on this is an actual story that happened. Yeah, but it's ninety percent of it didn't. Well, now, that's actually misleading. Ninety percent. This I'm going to say no. Well, I so, look up almost every single movie, and yeah. the majority of the base of the movie is fairly accurate. The details, like Greg was saying, dialogues. Like some of the war scenes that are in between, like obviously there's no way to know how many people were shot here or how many planes went down specifically. Yeah. But I'm saying the majority of like where it happened, who was leading who, what battles were won, like those yeah. things are generally accurate. Well, and you it's have just stories the little that I mean, you interview people and you gather all this information from the interviews and you can create a collective scene that roughly yes. fits what they saw. It's, it's the other shit, dude. It's the love story on the yeah, side. Exactly. It's the camaraderie yeah. issues. Those are that that's just part of the to make it more. Oh, yeah. So why not just change it to inspired by instead of based on, you know, just say inspired yeah. by true events. Yeah. But that still wouldn't be accurate. Why? It's yeah, just inspired. I mean, like this movie was inspired. But you know, this has nothing, this movie has nothing to do with what actually happened. It we is, just yeah learned about what happened and we decided to make our own version. Yeah, of it inspired happened. them to write a fiction, a fictional movie. I just don't see why you can't put like a thing like you know when a movie starts and you see the little writing and it tells you a little history, just kind of get going into the movie. Like how hard is it to be like the Dahomey tribe were slave traders? They were a vicious tribe. This story is about the women that fought in that tribe and how powerful these women were. Boom. 
now you understand like oh this is not a great try but like we're looking at it as a woman's perspective like these were tough women if that's what you want to play yeah uh, or why even sign up for it that's what i'm saying like yeah. why even do it in the first place exactly. just they aren't worth discussing they were not good people clearly yeah fuck yeah. how tough they were they weren't <laughs> tough well yeah I, I think that this whole like based off true events thing is part of the problem it's part of the problem with people just getting confused. Well, I think people news. take it too seriously. Well, they do, truth. and it's where they get and their historical Granted, knowledge. this doesn't have anything to do with this movie, because it isn't the based on true events that fucked everything up. It's You literally morphed the whole history of the, what the yeah. tribe was. Yeah. That's it, dude. Indeedy. Well, anyways, guys, I uh, freaking love you. Hell yeah. Glad you joined us. Fuck check yes. out Patreon. Go get, get a share at American.com. Do it. Help support the show. Buy it. Buy one. Wear one. Good things are coming, boys. Raise them glasses. Alrighty, until next time, Sayonara. Later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.